This will blow right over, right? She said, looking around the table anxiously. Sure thing, Reese said absentmindedly, still reading his morning paper. Really? Ginger asked hopefully. He glanced up at her and shook his head. Nope. Sorry, my dear. He's an alpha. You're an out-of-town werewolf from another pack. You made him look like a fool in front of about a hundred people, many of them from his own pack. He'll never live it down. Brenda nodded eagerly in agreement. He could have read the horoscope aloud and she would have nodded in agreement. Tallulah shot her a look of contempt and speared a sausage with a vicious stab of her fork, staring at Brenda coldly as she ate it with sharp little bites. Reese turned to Brenda and smiled benevolently. Would you be a dear? Get me some more coffee, he asked, holding up a half-full cup. Brenda and Tallulah both jumped to their feet. He asked me, Brenda hissed, grabbing the cup and rushing off to the kitchen. Ginger swallowed hard. Damn it. She'd made the news? So much for a relaxing, get-away-from-it-all vacation. How's the dig going? She asked the professor, desperate to change the subject. Oh, can't complain, can't complain. We've made some excellent finds and incited the ire of small-minded locals. The usual. She hunched over her plate and attacked her pancakes. But before she could swallow another bite, her cell phone rang. Puzzled, she fished it in her pocket and pulled it out. Who would call her at this hour? Only her mother. But she had a special ringtone for her mother. It was the wedding march, which was a private joke between her and Marigold because Ginger's mother had been trying to marry her off since at least kindergarten. Probably since birth. Ginger could picture her mother wheeling her around in her stroller, cooing at the mothers of other babies. Ginger's single, you know? The phone number was unfamiliar, but it had a New York area code. Quickly, she stood up, pushed, talk, and moved away from the table. Could something have happened to her parents? It wasn't anyone from the school. It wasn't any of her friends. It wasn't. Ashmont, cheating pig, low-life scum, Warburton. Hello, she said anxiously as she opened the dining room side door and stepped outside into the yard. Marigold followed her out the door. What the hell do you think you're up to? The furious voice of the alpha of her pack crackled over the phone. Uh, good morning, Mr. Cruz, she said nervously. Whatever are you talking about? But she had a sinking feeling she knew publicly insulting the alpha of the pack. Is that what you think is a good representation of the red wolves of the Upper East Side? He snarled. You mean when I turned him down to dance? Seriously? Yes, seriously. The news traveled down here immediately and everyone is up in arms about it. You practically neutered their alpha. This is not a small matter, Ginger. Ginger's heart sank to the bottom of her stomach. Her father worked as an accountant for Mr. Cruz's public relations firm. Anything that she did had implications for her family, as well as for her entire pack. She just couldn't believe that saying no to some stuck-up, admittedly sexy-as-hell jerk would have affected her pack up north. If she'd known, she'd have danced with a jerk and then hightailed it on home. I'm sorry, she said, appalled. Is it really that bad? Is it really that bad? Ronaldo Cruz echoed in horror. Let me put it to you this way. Do you want to see me as Alpha?
challenged by the Alpha of Blue Moon Junction because one of my pack insulted him? What? Ginger gasped, stunned. That would be a disaster. No, actually, it would be a bloody massacre. The red wolves were the smallest of the wolf species. Sheriff Armstrong was twice Ronaldo Cruz's size, and Cruz was a fuss-budgety, designer-suit-wearing little city wolf. A chihuahua shifter could probably kick his ass without much difficulty. In New York, the prestigious alpha position tended to be held by those who excelled in business and social climbing. That clearly wasn't the case here in the more rural areas of the country. I'll apologize to him for God's sake, she spluttered. This is being blown way out of proportion. Marigold was eavesdropping avidly, arms folded with an I told you so look on her face. Ginger glanced at the boarding house. The dining room windows were open, and everyone was leaning out, craning to hear.